0: Lots going on in pop culture this week. We had another week of opinions, experts, open line, wisdom, and hot takes. It's that time to bring together our dynamic duo to help explain the week that was. It's time for The Wrap. Goodbye now. is over. That's all, thank you. All right, that's a wrap. It's Friday,
1: and this is The Wrap on the Jazz Joe Hall Show. Thank God it's...
0: Well, this week we look at federal public servants being ordered back to work and no Michelin star for you. Our rap panel discusses their worst restaurant experience. Joining us today is our regular rap panel. Leah Halive is a TV reporter and radio host, and Sarah Daniels is a real estate agent in South Surrey. She is an author and broadcaster. Leah and Sarah, welcome.
1: Hi guys. Thank
0: you so are you. Very good. <laughs> Half an hour to go. We're all going to be done. So let's focus on the issue of the moment. We're here. I'm here at work. You guys are working from home. Well, let's talk about the public service just for for a moment. The federal government says repercussions for public servants who refuse to return to in-person work will be dealt with on a case-by-case basis starting Monday. All federal employees who are still working from home will begin the transition back to in-person work. Uh, Treasury Board President Mona Fortier announced last month that all departments must bring workers back to the office at least two to three times a week um, by the end of March. Leah, let me start with you first and foremost. What do you think of this? There seems to be a tug-of-war, a fight uh, between the employers and employees. Do you think this is the right thing to do, ask federal employees to do it the old-fashioned way, which is come back to the office?
2: Well, I mean, I think people working from home really tend to be getting more work done because I think when you're at home and you're working, you're thinking, if I don't get this done, the work's not going to get done. I think people that are going to the office, they're kind of slacking off more. You know, like I remember when I go to an office, I'd be like, "Eh, I'm going to go get some water. I'm going to go chit chat with so-and-so, see how their weekend was. You know, you kind of killed more time because you were around people. So I think making them come back to work is kind of sucks because I think they'll get more work done at home. That's just what I've noticed and I've noticed with myself. But I mean, I could be crazy about that. But, I mean, they'll save money. They don't have to pay for as much electricity, right, mm-hmm. and all the office supplies. So, I don't know. If, it, if, if it's two days, okay. But, I mean, if it's like three days, four days, what's the point then? You yeah. know, you might as well have them back full time.
0: Sarah, your thoughts on this. I, you're a real estate agent, so you're, uh, you know, you do have an office, but you're out and about a lot. What do you think of this get-back-to-work order from the federal government?
1: Well, first of all, never give Leah an office job because that's pretty <laughs> much. <laughs>
0: Just a notice to
1: employers because that's gonna yes. suck. Um, it's 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 hard to say because I used to go into the office all the time, and a lot of people in my office don't. And and i I I moved offices just before the pandemic started. Uh, the new office that I'm in we're actually kind of separated from the main area, so I can't really socialize as much as I would normally. Mm-hmm. And part of and part of that is is actually good because you know in real estate you do want to actually. Keep in touch with people, talk to people, find out what's going on, all that kind of stuff. It actually behooves you because we're all individual contractors to keep up with what's going on in the office. But having said that, I mean, City Halls have tried this before. I remember we've talked about this before. Vancouver City Hall tried to go to a four day week, which is all great for everybody that's working the four days. But for the rest of us that are trying to maybe get like a permit from City Hall or pick up a a decal or something like that, it's not going to work. I mean, clearly, par- paramedics can't work from home. I mean, that would be kind yeah. of odd. Same mm-hmm. with firefighters, police officers, doctors. There's, you know, <laughs> yeah, exa- most federal workers actually do have to work to a certain extent from from home, or rather from out outside of the off like outside of the home. Mm-hmm. Things like, I mean, maybe Revenue Canada people. Though I have to say, that was weird when I had to phone Revenue Canada during the pandemic, and they say we're going to route you through to somebody's cell phone and I'm thinking, I'm talking to a (laughs) federal employee about my taxes on their cell phone? And they're on their patio.
0: You you better bet they're in their pajamas too. I'm calling it right now. I
1: I don't care what they're wearing, but I kind of get freaked out about the fact that they've got my home, they're using their home number.
0: Yeah. yeah. I'm sure they're, exactly. Well, it was interesting. We we did a segment earlier today with uh, Jeff Mason. Um, He is a labor and human rights lawyer. We're looking at boss which is the the rise of this uh, software, basically spyware. (laughs) And so this woman sued uh, her company, she's an accountant, Uh, for $5,000 for uh, unpaid wages. And uh, when they went to this tribunal, uh the maybe she didn't realize or maybe she didn't realize the software was so good. The company said, Well, wait a minute, you've billed us for fifty extra hours, then you shouldn't have because according to the software you did nothing. And to my understanding in the evidence there was also um uh evidence that said, Well, you had Disney Plus on as well.
1: <laughs> so, oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Could you imagine like, lawyers like- would freak out? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, would Think freak out about this No. Kind so of stuff.
0: she's she's now had to, has to pay her employer, former employer, twenty six hundred dollars. So not what, not only okay, she going they- to be... So,
2: could they tap into your, your camera and then see that you're not no, working? No, but just based
0: on clicks, uh, <laughs> where you are, they, in, yeah. yeah, because that laptop oh, is not creepy. your property, their property. And yeah. if you want to watch Disney Plus, maybe use your own laptop, they can't maybe keep use an eye your on your yeah, so, while you're on the other but one. But do, you, do you, but do you, I think there's a point there, like, I mean. If if and she may not be representative most, and a lot of folks have gotten used to this this lifestyle where you know you can drop your kids off at daycare, you're not commuting as much, you're not using gas, as Leah said. But you gotta think, there's a lot of abuse out there, Leah. Don't you think? When people are oh. at home, you can't keep an eye on them. Uh, I just True. don't. I personally don't believe people are more productive. I get the daycare issue. I get the not wanting to commute. Perhaps you're more efficient. And and there's going to be a lot think? of those people, right?
2: But do you think that people at the office are 100% working too? You don't think that they're like texting and they're watching quickly on something and then you walk in the room and then they click it off?
0: Sure, but the bosses bosses are around. They're keeping an eye (laughs) on that, number one. And I think there is a value – tell me if I'm wrong here, Sarah – of, certainly in our business, maybe it's a bit unique, but in the sense that the, that camaraderie, uh, picking oh. up conversations, mm. it, I've, we've we've done stories just based on um, you know hearing bits and pieces of conversation once in a while. It's been really really good segments we produced. Uh, I think that's part of it as well, isn't there? Is a, there's a corporate culture that you want to sustain as well.
1: I think it's just healthy too, to get out and and see people because, I mean, God knows during the pandemic, I, you know, would make conscious effort just to get out because I mean, I was talking to the dogs and weirdly enough, they could not answer me. So that was, (laughs) that was when I realized I need to get out and get, you know, some socialization. And I mean, again, luckily my job does require going places and actually meeting with people. But I mean, certainly I, you know, I do miss, and, and I funnily enough was talking to some people in my office today about this. And one of them, who's a very successful re- a realtor and leads a team in my office, mm-hmm. he said he, he feels more productive coming into the office every day because he, you know, he can concentrate all that kind of stuff. It it helps that he's got three young kids, so he probably <laughs> is trying to get the <laughs> hell out of the house. That's the point. But, he has yeah. three young but kids. I mean, that's, but you know, I mean, they're they're older now, but but nonetheless, I think that he sort of finds that, that he can focus more. He's much more productive when he's in an office setting as opposed to. You know, maybe wandering down the hall with a bowl of Wheaties and going, oh, I wonder what's on ESPN. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, exactly. And yeah, i I think the flexibility is great for, for employees, but I, I do think there's going to be a great push by employers in 2023 to get folks back to work, not just federal. You know, who? But,
1: I'll tell you who's really going to be pushing for it. It's going to be com- commercial realtors because there's going to be a lot of commercial space going mm-hmm. up for lease otherwise. And That's true, on a yeah. totally different note, I mean, there's been stories in the news about places like downtown Victoria, Vancouver that are a lot quieter now because people aren't working from home. It's affecting real, t- re- real, t- real t- realtors, excuse me, retailers yeah good lord what am i trying to say and businesses downtown because there aren't the same amount of people the, coming into the downtown yeah, ex- exactly the
0: foot traffic just isn't there so it's going to be very interesting how things uh, um, uh, sort of um, roll out in the next uh, few weeks uh, on the federal employee side well coming up next our wrap panel share their worst restaurant experience that's next on 980 cknw Hey, welcome back. If you're just joining us, we are speaking to our rep panel, Leah Halive. She's a TV reporter and radio host and Sarah Daniels, a real estate agent in South Surrey. She's an author and broadcaster as well. Now, as you know, this week we have been giving away gift cards to uh, Dine Out Vancouver and uh, some, to some great restaurants as well. We've been hearing from you as well. Uh, you've been sharing your stories of your most memorable meals and uh, the meals here uh, in the U.S. I think one caller, caller we had from Japan calling about a great, meal that they had in Tokyo. Uh, so some great stories, and like I said, uh, we've given away some gift cards to some great restaurants here locally. But in the competitive food industry, every restaurant needs to be on top of its game, that we know, but there's also, but that's also why the most memorable dining experiences can also be the worst experiences ever for some. From undercooked food to lousy customer service, many a meal has been ruined. I'm sure everybody has a story. So I thought we'd hear from our wrap uh, panel in regards to their Worst uh, meal uh, at a restaurant. Let me start with you, Leah. Is there a particular meal or particular <laughs> mm-hmm. restaurant? I don't know if you want to mention the restaurant, but a particular meal <laughs> that uh, you really didn't enjoy.
2: Okay, I have another story I have to say, and Sarah will like it too. But the but for the worst meal, I just had it recently. What? It was um, a Christmas party. Yeah, so we went out for Christmas. And I went to this restaurant. I won't name it. It was in a casino. And um, I ordered, because I'm the vegetarian, a tofu bowl. So uh-huh. I get the tofu bowl. And it's one server for 35 of us. Okay. So oh, wow. I'm what? eating it. And I'm like, "What's? Yeah, I know. And I'm like, what is missing here? Well, there was veggies. There were, it was, the tofu wasn't the greatest. But there was no teriyaki sauce. I looked at it and I thought, should I pour my wine in it just to moisten it a bit? Because I was choking <laughs> on it. I couldn't swallow it. So I had to pull the server aside, and I'm like, hey, um, can you get me a cup of teriyaki sauce? And she looked at it, and she's like, oh, my God, somebody forgot it. I'm like, okay, thanks. <laughs> so that was just this Christmas, by the way. Oh, wow. And then a quick other story. I, I don't know if you remember the Pearl, but they White Rock called the Pearl. Okay, oh, yeah. This is great. years ago, and I know you know this, Sarah, because I was sitting there a long time ago, and I heard somebody laughing and having a great time, and I'm like, I know that laugh. I turned around, and guess who it was? Miss Sarah Me? Daniels. <laughs> yes. Well, why didn't you say hello, you jackass? For well, you didn't, we didn't know each other then. This was long that time ago. That wouldn't have mattered. I would have, I would have just thought that maybe uh, I didn't know
1: you would have been mortified and tried to play along.
2: No, I was
1: like, <laughs> she's having such a
2: freaking good time. I love this woman.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go, Sarah, how about you? Is there a particular moment uh, where you just didn't enjoy the experience or a particular meal?
1: Well, the, the the fact that I have the, the palate of a five-year-old boy, um, really. <laughs> Macaroni and cheese. I'm, I, I have, I'm a, a woman of very simple taste, like literally. I mean, I have popcorn for dinner. My dogs eat better than I do. So it's, it's usually not about the food. It would have to be pretty outstandingly crappy. I can't think of anything that catches my mind. It's usually not even the restaurant personnel. Like, I mean, in a bad experience because like Leah said, a lot of these places are understaffed right now, and you've really mm-hmm. got a feel for them. And, you know, they're, they're doing their very best. It's usually other people in the restaurant, oh. like people that let their kids crawl all over the place and throw food. <laughs> I had once a confrontation with people that were sitting about, a t- about two tables away from me. They were younger, a bunch of guys, and they were making racist comments about the waitress and to the oh. waitress. And I got up and I was like, basically, blankety blank, 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 and get your blank and blanks out the blank door, and spoke to the manager, and like, people were actually thanking me afterwards, but that's because I am a bull in a china shop at the best of times, <laughs> and I do not put up with that kind of crap. Good so for you. So, it's usually you. something like that in a restaurant that, it's 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 to do with the ambiance in general, like that somebody or something is going on that's really unpleasant, it's for me, like, honestly, like, you know, as long as it doesn't have a pulse, I'm
0: fine. Yeah, the, you have the, you have those customers <laughs> sometimes that uh, are, you know, they're loud. Sometimes they call them new money, people who, who look like yep. they've made some money. They're just throwing cash <laughs> around yeah. and they treat yeah. uh, the, the, the staff there as the servants they and just disre- yep. yeah. uh, disrespectful, condescending, and most of just loud, you know, yep. And yep. looking for attention, which is really, I, I, I don't Like wanna, there
1: was some girl in Pearl Restaurant in White Rock and she was, <laughs> (laughs) Laughing so loud. I could not enjoy my guilt. And guess who it turns out it was? (laughs) 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 She
2: was fantastic, I tell you. There you go.
0: (laughs) Leah, Sarah, thank you so much for your time. Have yourself a wonderful weekend.
1: You You guys guys. too.
0: All right. See That's Leah Alive. She's a TV reporter and radio host. And of course, Sarah Daniels is a real estate agent in South Surrey. She's an author and a broadcaster. They are part of our rap panel.